Hello and welcome. This is New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 119, verses 97 to 104. I love your instruction. I think about it constantly. Your commandment makes me wiser than my enemies because it is always with me. I have greater insight than all my teachers because I contemplate your laws. I have more understanding than the elders because I guard your precepts. I haven't set my feet on any evil path, so I can make sure to keep your word. I haven't deviated from any of your rules because you are the one who has taught me. Your word is so pleasing to my taste buds. It's sweeter than honey in my mouth. I'm studying your precepts. That's why I hate every false path. Today's Old Testament reading comes from 2 Kings 6, 1-23. The members of the group of prophets said to Elisha, Look, the place where we now live under your authority is too small for us. Let's go to the Jordan River and each get a log from there. Then we can make a place to live here. Elijah said, Do it. One of them said, Please, come with us, your servants. Elisha said, Okay, I'll go. So he went with them. They came to the Jordan River and began cutting down trees. One of them was cutting down a tree when his axe head fell into the water. He cried out, Oh no, master, it was a borrowed axe. The man of God said, Where did it fall? He showed Elisha the place. Elisha then cut a piece of wood, threw it into the river there, and the axe head floated up. Lift it out, Elisha said. So the man then reached out and grabbed it. Aram's king was fighting against Israel. He took counsel with his officers, saying, I'll camp at such and such a place. The man of God sent word to Israel's king, Beware of passing by this place because the Arameans are going down there. Then Israel's king sent word to the place the man of God had mentioned to him. Time after time, Elisha warned the king, and the king stayed on the alert. Aram's king was extremely upset about this. He called his officers and said to them, Tell me, who among us is siding with Israel's king? One of the officers said, No one, your majesty. It's Elisha the Israelite prophet who tells Israel's kings the words that you speak in the privacy of your bedroom. He said, Go and find out where he is, then I will send men to capture him. They told him, He is in Dothan. So the king sent horses and chariots there with a strong army. They came at night and surrounded the city. Elisha's servant got up early and went out. He saw an army with horses and chariots surrounding the city. His servant said to Elisha, Oh no, master, what will we do? Don't be afraid, Elisha said, because there are more of us than there are of them. Then Elisha prayed, Lord, please open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes, and he saw that the mountain was full of horses and fiery chariots surrounding Elisha. The Arameans came toward him, so Elisha prayed to the Lord, Strike this nation with blindness. And the Lord struck them blind, just as Elisha asked. Elisha said to them, this isn't the right road or the right city. Follow me and I'll lead you to the man you are looking for. But he took them to Samaria. When they arrived in Samaria, Elisha said, Lord, open the eyes of these men so they can see. The Lord opened their eyes and they saw that they were right in the middle of Samaria. When he saw them, Israel's king said to Elisha, Should I kill them, my father? Should I? He said, No, don't kill them. 
Did you capture them with your own sword or bow? Do you have the right to kill them? Put food and water in front of them so they can eat and drink and return to their master. So the king gave them a great feast and they ate and drank. Then the king let them go and they returned to their master. After that, Aramean raiding parties didn't come into Israel anymore. Today's New Testament reading comes from 1 Corinthians 5, verse 9 through 6, verse 8. I wrote to you in my earlier letter not to associate with sexually immoral people. But I wasn't talking about the sexually immoral people in the outside world by any means, or the greedy, or the swindlers, or people who worship false gods. Otherwise, you would have to leave the world entirely. But now I'm writing to you not to associate with anyone who calls themselves brother or sister who is sexually immoral, greedy, someone who worships false gods, an abusive person, a drunk, or a swindler. Don't even eat with anyone like this. What do I care about judging outsiders? Isn't it your job to judge insiders? God will judge outsiders. Expel the evil one from among you. When someone in your assembly has a legal case against another member, do they dare to take it to court to be judged by people who aren't just, instead of God's people? Or don't you know that God's people will judge the world? If the world is to be judged by you, are you incompetent to judge trivial cases? Don't you know that we will judge angels? Why not ordinary things? So then, if you have ordinary lawsuits, do you appoint people as judges who aren't respected by the church? I'm saying this because you should be ashamed of yourselves. Isn't there one person among you who is wise enough to pass judgment between believers? But instead, does a brother or sister have a lawsuit against another brother or sister? And do they do this in front of unbelievers? The fact that you have lawsuits against each other means that you've already lost your cause. Why not be wronged instead? Why not be cheated? But instead, you are doing wrong and cheating, and you, you're doing it to your own brothers and sisters. Today's Gospel text comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 5, verses 38 through 48. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you that you must not oppose those who want to hurt you. If people slap you on your right cheek, you must turn the left cheek to them as well. When they wish to haul you to court and take your shirt, let them have your coat too. When they force you to go one mile, go with them too. Give to those who ask, and don't refuse those who wish to borrow from you. You have heard that it was said, you must love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who harass you, so that you will be acting as children of your Father who is in heaven. He makes the sun rise on both the evil and the good and sends rain on both the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love only those who love you, what reward do you have? Don't even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers and sisters, what more are you doing? Don't even the Gentiles do the same? Therefore, just as your heavenly Father is complete in showing love to everyone, so also you must be complete. I will.
exalt you. I will exalt you. Cause you are my God. And I will exalt you. I will 
told you You are my God I will exalt you I will exalt you I will exalt you You are my God The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, by the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead in the life of the world to come. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray.
Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these closing words from the end of Psalm 82. Rise up, God. Judge the earth, because you hold all nations in your possession. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was I Will Exalt You, performed by Riley Fast and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.